guys, welcome back to another episode of Straight Talk. In this episode, we're at our usual spot with Cameron Diggin. Cameron, welcome. Hello there, how are you? What's that sticking out of your ear? <laughs> so this is this new thing that they gave me. What is the it? Guys. Apparently, it is here for them to, you know, uh, let me know if there's uh, any, you know, short circuit or... Uh, you know, a technical difficulty or something. You're gonna tell me a lot, and you know, where the third camera is not working <laughs> and stuff like that. So, right. yeah. Where does that? Can you speak? Can you hear me? We I should give one for you, you, actually. No, I don't want one. No. Yeah, <laughs> you don't want one. I don't want anything sticking in my ear. Yeah. Sorry. So, now that uh, our show feels much more official because you've got that sticking out of right, your ear right right and i remember yeah. my 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 journalism days Murtaza, stop saying stuff into my ears <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the guys whispering stuff into my ears i'm gonna take it off i'm telling you anyway today cameron we are talking about Figurative, it's, it's basically a market update that we are talking about. But okay. something very, very exciting is coming. Let wow. me tell you quickly what that is. Well, you already know, but uh, the but audience... But tell me anyway. Okay, but I'll tell you at anyway. My, at my late age, my memory suffers, so okay. refresh me. <laughs> All right. You know our favorite neighborhood on the Asian side, well, one of the favorite neighborhoods on the Asian side, is Kadukoi, isn't it? Okay. It's a funky neighborhood. Yeah, it's I a like, very funky I, I, neighborhood. I do like Kadukoi. And a, and a portion of Kadukoi is an urban regeneration area called Fikirtepe. So Fikirtepe is actually a municipality of a district of Kadukoi municipality. That is correct. All right, yes. Where we have filmed many, many videos uh, explaining what it is, why it's a good investment area, its urban regeneration, how it came to me. At one point, you were talking about the straw better fields in Fikirtepe. That there was only one resident of Fikirtepe. Yes, who happened to be a teacher. And he, he actually grew strawberries. Yes. He had acres and acres of strawberry fields. Yes. And the strawberry fields had become so popular that the legend goes that people started gallivanting around the strawberry fields. And then before you know it, strawberry fields were no longer and scraper, scrapers replaced them. That's not necessarily accurate, but <laughs> let's say let's say this way: those strawberry fields became a shanty town, and the city grew so f speedily, and that shanty town became a very, very, very central location. And that shanty town, by the Turkish government, about ten years ago, has been designated as an urban regeneration area where the work had already started, and some towers were erected. And about a couple months ago, the Turkish government has announced and they said, look guys, this urban regeneration in Fikirtepe, that half of it is okay. still shanty towns and half of it has been regenerated with modern luxury towers and everything. We want to complete this urban regeneration program here and we are starting a 15,000 unit residential project to start now. And guess what happened? Two, three months ago, their bulldozers came in there. Boom. They knocked down every so single thing. There. So it started. I mean, uh, truthfully, Fikirtepe started a few years ago. Yeah. Well, in fact, Fikirtepe, you know, uh, well, uh, the change of Fikirtepe, the regeneration of Fikirtepe started three, four years ago, really. Yeah. Um, and there are already, there are already a good number of developments that have been handed over. In fact, quite a few of our clients purchased in yeah. Fikirtepe um, <clears throat> a couple of years ago at um, prices that were probably less than half what they are today. Yeah. So Fikirtepe price curve has already doubled in the last three years or so. 
Right. In dollar terms, not in Turkish lira terms. Yeah. That's easy. Turkish lira terms yeah. doubling is easy. Yeah. But in hard currency terms, in the last three years, I think we have easily seen the doubling of prices in the in in the already developed parts of Fikitepa. Yeah, Cameron. But forget the prices and talk to me about. Um, what is Fikirtepe going to be? Because you have seen the master plan. Well, okay, all right. Look, I can't right? forget the prices, and I tell you why I can't forget the prices. Why? And this is the way my my my, my rational mind works, uh, because when I look at Fikirtepe and when I look at the master plan of Fikirtepe, you've seen the master. Plan. I have seen the master plan, thanks to you. And when I look at the master plan of Fikirtepe, the the, the well organized, mainly high rise, wide streets, and it is some master plan. I have to admit. But to me, it's, um, it's, it's, it's a little bit like soci social housing, okay? Do you understand Is what it? I mean by social housing? I know. Okay, social housing, I don't mean this in a, in a, in a bad connotation, but it's a bit like comfortable, um, sort of easily accessible, rather central for where it is and what it is, in fact, affordable well actually affordable luxury yes, as i always that's say what it is. that's what it is and, and it's a little bit like social housing which to my rational mind uh, is geared toward investors so if i'm going to talk about fikirtepe from the viewpoint of the foreign buyer the foreign in for foreign nationals purchasing in istanbul then i'd say it's an investor's paradise but who's going to talk about i wouldn't about i wouldn't i wouldn't, I wouldn't buy a, prop, a home in Fikirtepe. But who's going to talk about how much this city needs such dedicated, ambitious projects to take up because 60% of Istanbul's real estate stock are made up of these shanty houses? Well, obviously, so if you're replacing and if you're urban regenerating the, sh the, the slums and the shanty houses... In a very central In location, a very, very central area. Very well connected. With such a magnitude... Yeah. then uh, that has to be something special because as we always cover in urban regeneration because Istanbul is all about urban regeneration. Right. There's, there's, there's no more, um, particularly in central parts of Istanbul, there is really no more land available to, to start new and to build new districts or to, to even, to even um, construct... Um, new projects, yeah. which means that the idea is to regenerate what's already there. And the reason, again, just to recap why we're doing regeneration is simply because up to 60, if not 65% of Istanbul's existing real estate stock is one, not earthquake compliant, right. two, well, rather shabby right. because of the way Istanbul grew. Okay. Um, you know, this shabby sort of look, the shabby landscape of Istanbul's real estate stock is the stock that was built throughout late 70s, well, mid to late 70s, throughout the 80s, and all the way up to kind of mid to late 90s. Mm -hmm. That era, unfortunately, delivered some very, very shabby, very disorganized housing in Istanbul. Yeah. And today that makes up up to 60%. Now... But most of this stock is in densely built areas. Even in places like Shishli, you have these areas. Yes. Now, it's very, very difficult, very, very difficult to find um, large areas to regenerate in one go. Yes. So the regeneration is happening in Istanbul. And actually, you know, I give a lot of credit to the government. They're doing a good job here. 
but regeneration is happening at a very small scale, sort of a little bit there and a little bit here and a little bit there. Now, all of a sudden, you have this area such as Fikiltepe, which in fact is so central, yeah. it's as central as Bomonti is to the Asian in Shishli, Istanbul, on the European side. So Fikirtepe is as central as this on the Asian side of Istanbul, within Kadıköy. Like Kadıköy, another Muslim, Kadıköy right? is, the, is, is Shishli on the European side. Yes. Okay? So, yeah, like Maslak. Fikirtepe yeah. is in fact... It's going to be is like Maslak. So, but there is all of a sudden this opportunity in Fikirtepe, not just to regenerate, but also thanks to Emla Konut, which is the land banking arm of the Interior Ministry of Turkey, the government, or the Turkish government, thanks to Emla Konut, we have hectares and hectares of land it's massive. that is actually available there to, yeah. to regenerate. Yeah. Because Emla Konut owns this land. Yeah. So unlike some other central parts of Istanbul, Fikitepe presents the opportunity to almost build a new mini-city in Within central Istanbul, Istanbul which is exactly what they're doing because when you're talking about 15,000 homes in one area that is being launched to market over right. the next three years or four years that's or whatever thing. well to be honest that's the biggest housing initiative that I have ever heard of in Istanbul in one go of course yeah it also holds it's on, the biggest housing initiative 15,000 yes are the ones to be built over the past few years, there's already about three, four thousand built already. already. So, so in total, you're talking about yeah. twenty thousand homes. So if you look at this Fikirtepe regeneration area, or let's call it Fikirtepe, the new town, if yes. you look at it that way, about twenty percent of it is already completed yeah. and handed over. So we are now talking about a mass scale development of the remaining eighty percent of Fikirtepe in Kadıköy. So this is a big initiative, of course. And without a doubt, um, over the next three, four years at least, the real estate sector will be rotating around Fikirtepe, <laughs> yeah. just like some 13, 15 years ago, it yeah. was Bahçeşehir. Yeah. You know, Bahçeşehir, Bahçeşehir, because those were the, the the suburbs of Istanbul that were being built at the time, and reality is no less than 50% of all foreign investors were buying things there in Bahçeşehir, Başakşehir kind of area. And that kind of has passed. And now it's going to be Fikitepe. So Fikitepe yeah. is the area to look out for. So really and truly, when you're talking about such mass developments and a big scale initiative by the government, um, there are going to be a lot of winners and a lot of losers. Losers. Definitely. So do not at all think that this is this means, wow, you know, let's go in and make money, invest and make money. No. You know, people who know what they're doing, who know how to follow, let's call the gravy wagon, they'll make the money. But people who um, who haven't got their strategy right will probably end up with stock that's going to take them ages to resell and they're going to find it very difficult to exit. Now, I, I, I'm, I'm going to try and explain what I mean by this. Go ahead, because I'm interested. Okay. All right, okay. When something like this happens, there's always a curve. Yeah. Always a curve. 
always. When something at such mass scale is being built, there's always a curve. The curve is this. Construction starts, okay? All the developers, landowners, all the stakeholders, and the government here is a massive stakeholder in this, which gives us the confidence and the reassurance that, hey, you know, this will happen. So we're not going to see many um, developers folding. Uh, we're not going to see many uncompleted projects here because this is a government initiative. They're sponsored. The whole thing is sponsored by the government. So that's a big tick, okay? So that we'll say go. It starts with a big bang, like a big bang theory and excitement. And there's a hype around it? There's a hype around it. Okay. So what the developers want to do, because they're all competing, because there's going to be quite a few of them doing things at the same time, is they're going to be keenly pricing themselves to market to start with as much as they can. So they're going to start selling. People will start coming in and buying at off-plan stage. Prices will start climbing up to, to like that. Literally, you will see this curve for the next 24 months. And then what's going to happen is, now this is, this is where you need to be careful. What's going to happen after this is this. From 24 months or so onwards, when a few of these projects are already up there, maybe not delivered, but you can see the landscape. You can see the, the new Fikirtepe skyline, let's say, because they're going to be mainly high-rises. High so it's almost, the shape is almost there. Yeah. At that point, the initial stakeholders, such as contractors, landowners, and bigger scale Turkish investors who know how to manipulate the market, they're going to start selling. Yeah. They're going to start selling. They're going to start dumping because the property, Because yeah. they're going to start, they're going to want to shave <laughs> off that 40-50% upside that they accumulated in hard currency terms over, say, the past 12 to 18 months. Because, you know, 30-40% upside in real estate in less than two years is a very, very strong upside. It's a real there are very, very few markets in the world today, I would say to you, that will give you that kind of upside. Intelligent players, smart players in Fikitsepe, they will do that upside. Now, if you know when to get in, when to get out, you, can make sure you will smart. clean. Yeah. But if you don't get out at the right time, and this is the biggest dilemma in the stock markets, isn't it? And in the crypto market. Yeah. You and I, yeah. we experience the downside of this in the yeah. crypto market. If you don't get out at the right time because you want to earn more, you want that price to swell a little bit more. In other words, if you are greedy, yeah. then what's going to happen is, well, guess what? There are a lot of other greedy people. They're and generally, dumping, the yeah. greedier you are, the less informed you are. Okay, that's what makes greed, in my opinion, lack of information. So, all of a sudden, there are going to be quite a few people trying to dump. So, what's going to happen to the market? It's going to turn from a seller's market into a, a buyer's market, which means all of a sudden you're stuck because you're trying to price at, say, 100. Hey, Aladdin will come in. I'm trying to sell my property for 100 because I bought it for 70 less than two years ago. So, I want to clean that 30 gain. Aladdin will say, Hold on, Cameron. I need money more than you, so I'm going to sell it at 90. 
Before you know it, shit, I can't sell it at 100. I'm going to sell it at 90. Then comes Mortazar there. Hey, I need money more. I'm going to sell it at 88 or 89. You see, this, this is what happens. And all of a sudden, you're stuck with the stock. And if you get into that stage, your next exit level is going to be two or three years. Two, three years away, minimum. Because the next exit level, you know when it is? When everything is completed, the whole area is operational. After the correction. When, when, when the corrections have all gone out, the second hands, and when, 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 you know, when the plateau, the price plateau is over, and it starts kind of trailing and going up with the market rate, that's your next exit. So, if you are the type of investor who wants to grow capital, and you're not necessarily a long-term investor, then you need to be very careful when you come in, when you go out. But if you're a long-term investor, long-term meaning five years plus, then you more then, then just get in and do whatever you want. Yeah. So with Fikirtepe type area, where we have a mass um, scale development that is just about to happen, which is likely to, to take anywhere from three to five years to complete, and this is what's going to happen, um, you know, you have to know exactly what game you're playing. Whether you're playing a capital acceleration game, and if you know what you're doing, you will make a killing, or you are a portfolio builder, you want to buy and sit on it for the long haul. Mm -hmm. If you get stuck in the middle, you're going to be a sad man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Like what happened in Bahjishahir yeah. 10 years ago. There was, a, <coughs> there was a development called Koza Park. Everyone knows this. Yeah. Everyone who's been following this market for over 10 years, they have heard of Koza Park in Bahjeshahir. 5,000 units. Koza Park started, and around Koza Park in Bahjeshahir, all the other developers, they said, oh, this is a big company. They've come in. They're doing 5,000 units. So why don't we buy land? And Before you know it, Bahjeshahir, that had been quite a sleepy place until then, you know, ended up with in excess of seven, 8,000 housing stock in one go. A lot of people got in. A lot of foreign buyers got in. The ones who got in and out at the right time, they made a, quite a bit of money. But the ones who didn't know when to get in, when to get out, they're still sitting on the stock. But ones who had a long-term outlook, they still make money. Well, yeah, they're renting, yeah. their rental return is no, no, pretty the, the okay currently. The capital appreciation is also good now. It's also good yeah. now, after because, so yeah. many years. But th this is what I'm saying. So places like... Um, places like um, Fikirtepe, opportunities for investors to achieve sizable gains, but you need to know how to play the market. Right. You know, that's 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 the main thing. But as soon as the new projects hit, I'll go in at a very 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 early stage and try to get a few units together, not just one. And I know some of my investors are going to do the same and some of our investors who of are, waiting are going to do the same. So my advice here would be until the new projects open up there, go for collecting the resale stock in Fikirtepe and once they come in, go in at a very early stage and sit down and let the big media machine of the Turkish government, the Turkish media, the, 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 the two to three thousand agencies, the, 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 the WhatsApp people bundling stuff together, buy one and, and get, get, get citizenship. We're going to give you three properties, oh, five properties be, uh, or whatever. Uh, guys, so let them it. do the in, job. In, in the next 12 months, 12 months or so, 
there's going to be a fun fair of marketing activity around Fikitepe. Yeah. Okay. And you're going to be seeing things, some of which will look too good to be true. And trust me, if they look too good to be true, they are too good to be true. So just be careful. Do not give in to excessive and mostly misrepresented marketing spiel. Um, the bottom line is there's something big about to happen in Fikitepe. Um, and if you are looking at this purely from a return on investment viewpoint, it's very easy what you need to do. Collect resale properties at decent projects today and very early on as the new Fikitepe regeneration initiative starts with multiple developers which are likely to launch at once, just collect off-plan options right at the beginning. Go in off-plan. You're protected by Emlak Konut, the Turkish government. So go in off-plan and sit on it for a while. Now, um, I would say from the moment that the Fikir Tepe go-ahead is given and projects start launching, um, I'd say no more than 6 to 12 months is the period that you should be getting in at. Beyond the 12 months, don't go in. Look elsewhere. Look elsewhere. Because beyond the 12 months, price would have already gone up by about 20 to 25%. Then it's going to be all okay. hype. After that point, then what you're doing is you're paying for somebody else's profits. Yes. Reality. Exactly what happened in Bahçeşe here for those people who got caught. Okay. And those people who actually made a lot of money in Bahçeşehir area 10 years ago, they will probably tell you exactly what I told you now with the benefit of the hindsight. Okay. So this is the strategy. Yeah. That's, and that's we'll be, you know, we'll be, we'll be, we'll be delivering further news on this. Yes. In, in months to come, hopefully. Okay. Thank you very much for All watching. Right. If you're um, interested, please, with, with this WhatsApp number, get in touch. Um, let us know what it is that uh, you wish to do and how do you want to proceed. And we have consultants here to help you. Thank you very Thank much. You. Thank you, Cameron. And Thanks see you a lot. in the next one. Take care.